This is episode 7 of Collector's Quest. Today Kat and I talk about video game conventions, some strategies when you go to one, and just some tips and general all-purpose knowledge. Thanks and stay tuned! Hey, welcome back to another edition of Collector's Quest. I'm Kat here with Johnny. Hey, how's it going, Kat? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. Been a good week. <laughs> That's good. Good weeks are good. <laughs> okay, well, let's settle this. Right now, I want to know what you're playing. Right now, I have been super busy. I am sadly still working on Alice Madness Returns. I'm almost there. I'm, I'm getting through it. It's just taking a while longer. <laughs> it is well past Halloween. We can't see any Halloween gaming. I know, but I've been so busy, and to be honest, if John would let me get near the Xbox, I could probably play Fallout, but that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> oh, has, did John buy Fallout? Yes. Did you say goodbye to your husband for a little while? Yes, and my Xbox. Yeah, was it a tearful, like, goodbye, or, like, when do you think you'll see your husband again? Mm, I'm thinking in the new year. In the new year? I think it could be a while. I bought Fallout as well. And is that what you're currently playing? It is not what I'm currently playing. It is still sealed, um, and I have not opened it yet. Instead, I have been playing Tomb Raider uh, very briefly. And how's that been? It's been good so far. I, to, to be fair, I loved the first Tomb Raider um, for the Xbox and uh, of the last generation. You know, Obviously not the first Tomb Raider, though I did love that one as well. Though I thought the series on the original PlayStation got pretty bad after 3 and then into subsequent consoles. And I feel like the last one, just Tomb Raider, um, was one of the best games of last generation and the best Tomb Raider game by far. So I'm really excited for this one. Uh, I also have Lego Dimensions, which I'm kind of mucking around with. My wife and I play that. Awesome. So, yeah, I'm you know, but I also have like seven other games right now. Like I have Yoshi's Woolly World, which I haven't got into. I uh, Rodea the Sky Soldier. Um, oh, what else did I get? Well, Fallout, uh, Black Ops 3, which, um, you know, I, I play very casually with friends when they want to play. So I just picked it up. Target had a buy two, get one free. So Black Ops was my third I got Fallout, uh, Tomb Raider, and Black Ops, so that was pretty good to get Black Ops for free. Oh, that's awesome, because you lucky people in the States have Target. Oh, yeah, Target did a, a big fail job up in Canada. I forgot about that. Yes, yeah, so we do not have those lovely deals here. <laughs> yep, buy two, get one. Pretty good. Yeah, no, we have to buy three and get nothing. Oh, well, did John buy the special edition of Fallout, or did he just get the regular? He just got the regular one. No Pip-Boy? No, Pip-Boy. I guess the Pip-Boy thing has been a, a bit of a disaster, I heard. Not that uh, the Pip-Boy edition was bad, but uh, people couldn't find it. Like, I guess uh, GameStops here, at least, got very limited quantities, and uh, there was much higher demand than there was supply. Well, that's what I'd heard here, too. It was just, I think John had planned on getting it, and it just wasn't going to be an option. If you didn't pre-order it, no one found it in the store. I did find, like, the PC collection, um, which, like, comes in, like, a little little bomb safe. So that was that one was interesting. I, I didn't pick that up, but I think that's just all PC 
stuff. But that one was cool. I haven't actually got to physically see the Pip-Boy edition, just the pictures that are online. Yeah, I've, saw, I've seen a couple of videos on YouTube just randomly checking it out. But uh, no, I haven't seen one in person either. And I think it's going to be a while before I see Fallout or the Xbox. So. Yeah, well, you know, he'll he'll come back to you eventually. Yeah, after Christmas or something, he'll come out of hibernation. <laughs> I heard if you love something, set it free. And then if there's Fallout involved, it might never come back to you. Is that true? Well, I think it could be. Oh, well, I'm I'm rooting. I'm rooting for the relationship. Well, you know what? If he never comes back, then I just the, all the games are mine, so it's oh, fine. It works oh, out. Oh, monetary <laughs> payoff. Yeah, there's a there's a, a plus side to everything. Oh, wow, that's that's really rude. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I do hope he does stop playing at some point. You know, he's been working and stuff too. I know he's just really excited about it, so he will come out uh, of hybrid. Yeah, it's someday. only been it's only been out like two days too. There's, I don't fault him. I wish like. I had a really busy week at work, but I was like, oh, if I could just call in sick for two days, my life would be so much more enjoyable than all this work I have to do. Actually, I've heard of a few people calling in sick to do such. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I've got wasteland disease. Uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm sure that there are some people who have taken extreme measures in order to play Fallout. Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I wanted to, but I was gone. Um you know, for a week anyways. So I can't like really take more time. I was just gone for a week. So why don't you tell us where you were and what you were doing? I was in Portland and I went to the Portland Retro Game Expo. It's my first time there. Um, not my first time at a video game convention, but my first time making it to Portland. I had been meaning to do this for a few years and it was really good to finally make it out there. So what was the expo like? Was your impression, did it live up to what you were expecting? Were you disappointed? Were you mediocre? Uh, no, I wasn't disappointed at all. It was it was vast. It was very big. It was bigger than I, I probably thought it was going to be. Um, it was like a few other conventions I'd been to, but on a much bigger scale. There was like a whole side full of you know, people selling games, and there was a full arcade. Like Portland's a pretty good video game town anyways. Uh, especially for like arcades and pinballs and they like they had like a full setup free play arcade there they had some panels you know uh, they had some displays it was it was good you know um pricing pricing was up and down it depended on you know what like what vendor you went up to and um you know how they were feeling at that moment some not everything was pre-priced it's kind of one of my pet peeves is when i have to if you got a booth full of stuff and I have to ask you on every single item, I'm like, okay, like, let's go. You knew you were selling this stuff. So what's going on? Yeah, exactly. Especially if you're interested in a lot of things or you keep going and finding things that can get frustrating. Yeah, it was a little annoying, but overall, very good. Very, very cool experience. Got to meet a few guys um, from some forums. I didn't meet anyone from Instagram because I didn't hear any of, any of them were there, though. I saw pictures afterwards. Um, one of the guys I know on Instagram was there, but I, you know, I know him in in real life as well, so it doesn't really count. So, any really great finds that you came back with, or something you were really excited about that you got? Um, I bought about forty Super Nintendo games, which I awesome have not doled out onto my Instagram feed yet. Some of them are just junk titles, so I'll probably just do like one big post. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, uh, I do a thing called. 
uh, SNES set collect as my hashtag. It was a lot of uh, S sounds, sibilant sounds. <laughs> um, so I, I do that, and I, I just I'm counting up until I get uh, to the eventual set. So I haven't added all of those pictures yet. But like I said, I'll, I got a lot of sports titles, uh, but it was pretty cool. I was getting complete in box sport titles for a dollar and two dollars. Oh, awesome! So, so anytime you can get a complete, you know, Super Nintendo game for two dollars, that's a that's a huge win. Like even if that title is normally five dollars. You know, uh, there was just a booth, and he said, I just want to get rid of all my sports titles, and I needed, like, 12 of them. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So, so a great like, way to keep collecting that, like, fill out that set. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, pretty good. I mean, and I had just been avoiding buying the sports titles, uh, some of them. You know, like, I still still had a gap of, like, maybe 15 more, but to pick up 12 was really good. People have a false idea that Genesis was the only... You know, they say when they compare the Super Nintendo and the Genesis, people are like, oh, but the Genesis had so many sports titles. I don't want to buy. Super Nintendo has an, just so many, just a lot, a lot, a lot of sports titles as well. Not quite as many as Genesis. I think Genesis, I, I did the math on it once. I think it was like 30% titles on Genesis were like sports titles. But on Nintendo, it's like 28%. Oh, my goodness. So it's close. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's closer than people think. Um, but Genesis also did a lot to emphasize its sportsness because, you know, they sold, uh, consoles based on being the sports gamers, uh, game of, you know, system of choice back in the nineties. So they, they created that image, not unfairly. Um, but you know, when people, people remember that advertising and then it's just been one of those things that's passed down like, Oh, the Genesis just has sports games. Well, that's not exactly true. The Genesis doesn't just have sports games, and the Super Nintendo still has a lot. Okay, fair enough then. Yep. But you got some off the list, so that's good. Yep, I did, and I got you know I got a few ones that had been bothering me that I wanted. Um, you know, I got a few. Um, oh, not reproductions, homebrews. Got a few homebrews that were like not exclusive to the show. I think one was, and then some that were like early releases. You know, a lot of fun stuff, uh, you know, stuff that you want, wouldn't pick up in a game store. I, I like to pick up the occasional homebrew or a very nice reproduction once in a while. If someone's put a lot of work into it, one, to support the community and keep that going, uh, you know, a topic for another time, how you feel about repros. Um, but, you know, just to, to keep that momentum in video game going, I think it's, you know, they are, I don't like to buy too many, but they're nice, uh, you know shinies in the in the middle of your collection awesome now i've never been to a gaming expo so did you have any prep for what you were going to do before you went or any tips for somebody who's going to one? Oh yeah most definitely um there's a lot of things to do wrong and there's a lot of things you can do right uh and it, it depends one the scale of the game show um two it depends how close you you are to it so I'm going to assume, like, for me, um, for you, you would have to fly, right? Because you don't have too many local. That's correct. So you're going to have to fly somewhere. First things first, pack light. Um, you know, especially if you're only going for a weekend. You know, slum it for a weekend. And the reason you slum it is because you need to keep that carry-on or the bag you're going to put on the plane, you know, that one bag free or however you do it, um, 
you want to be able to take stuff back with you. You're going to buy stuff. Yeah. So you got to have room to put it somewhere. Uh, Personally, this time I didn't take a, I had a carry on bag, but it was empty. Uh, My wife and I had planned that. Um, So when I was coming home, I had someplace to, to put all of my clothes. I packed light in my suitcase and then all of my clothes and other stuff went into the suitcase or went into my carry on. And then all the games went into my, my big piece of luggage. So you, you bought enough to fill a substantial amount of space. Then. I bought enough to fill, uh, <laughs> like the large, like a super large suitcase full of games. I, I did. Yeah. I, I, I think I picked up about 50 games on this trip. So, uh, you know, it's a substantial amount and all of them were like pretty much boxed. I think I picked up three carts, but the rest were box like complete in box games. So, and not just super Nintendo, some PlayStation stuff and, you know, some miscellaneous knickknacks. And also we were visiting Portland. So there was, there was stuff that need to fit in that bag. So that, that's, for sure. Okay. That's one thing I would say. The other thing I would say is before you go, if you don't want to do that, learn where the post office is. If you're going to go someplace, like if you're leaving on a Sunday, um, in a, you know, in a lot of places here in the States, you can't send post out on Sunday, but if you're there on a weekday or, uh, early Saturday, like, you know, conventions usually go through the weekend. So that's no good. But if you're there, like on the weekday, just buy a box, pack that stuff and send it. I think that's actually probably safer than throwing it in the airplane. Like unless you've got a really good packing system in your suitcase, um, one safer for theft, also just safer for condition because, you know, you're packing it full of bubble wrap and, you know, uh, no one's going to open it and check inside of it to see what's in there. So that, that's the first thing, like arm yourself, be ready. My second tip is, um, bring some basic hygiene implements. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably a good thing. Um, and you know, I, I say it in jest, but not really like, kind of like there was some stinky guys uh not like just come on just like yeah hey you don't want to shower i get it that's i mean i don't actually get it please take a shower <laughs> but if you've made that choice at least at the minimum maybe toss on some deodorant you know do yourself and me and everyone else a favor uh, my wife was a trooper she went with me the whole time though she has no interest in games and we you know we tooled around for several hours and she was like it's a uh, a little stinky in here i'm like yep giving gamey uh, a whole new you know pun for when you're in a convention full of gamers it was yeah it was a little ripe so that's that's a tip um it has nothing to do with collecting i mean i would give you maybe a worse deal if you were totally stinky or maybe i would give you a better deal to get you away i don't know maybe maybe being stinky gets you better deals well, there you go. Needless to say, though, your wife is obviously a trooper if she's not into games, and she went through that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, for the most part, it was great. A lot of people, you know, were fun, and people, you know, wanted to talk games. It was a really good time. Um, there there are some other tips, though. When you walk up to a, a booth, um, some people don't have things priced. One, be assertive. You know, ask what a price is on a game. And then never accept their first price. Just don't. That's the that's the wrong answer. Whatever they told you is is wrong, <laughs> pretty much <laughs> most of the time. Uh, you know, it's not that they are, you know, didn't know, but you know they're gonna, you know, negotiate. Do yourself a favor and do a little negotiating. 
counter to that, if you see a very good deal, that if they've got it marked and it's plainly a good deal, if it's already a good deal, I mean, maybe you negotiate a little bit. But what you never do is walk away from it. Because when you are at a big convention like that, how many other people are going to be there? Just hundreds of people. There was thousands of people at this convention, I think, overall. So if I'm in line, you know, there's plenty of people behind me. And they're all interested in video games. So there's going to be a lot of hardcore collectors there. Don't, don't take that risk. It probably won't be there when you come back. Yeah, there's nothing worse than missing out on something that you could have had. Yep, and you'll just kick yourself over and over about it. Though there's nothing you'll, you can do, and you'll probably find a fine deal in time. But, you know, if you really want something, you know, stake your claim. Um, when buying, if you were buying in bulk, you usually get a better deal. So don't pick one game out of a pack and go, oh, I would like to buy this, and then go to the same booth and be like, oh, I think I would also like to buy this, and then pay them again. Gather your things, and then pay all at once. So that that's a, a way to get a better deal. You know, don't don't just leave it to chance. And like, if you you just take away your negotiating power if you buy one at a time. Yeah, that makes sense. And then the other thing I would tell you is to keep your things organized. So, you know, if you have a bunch of these games, you know, don't just be like, oh, I'm. I think I'm interested in this one and kind of slide it out to identify. Pick all your games up, haul them around, ask the dude if he's got a box, if you're definitely like, you know, maybe talk to the guy at the booth about, you know, say I'm interested in these several games, uh, how do you want me to do this? Because what you don't want to happen is, mind you, there's a lot of jockeying for arm space, you know, it's tight quarters sometimes. Um, someone will just like, if you just kind of just nudge a game, at one, you're calling attention to it. I, I was like picking one out and this guy was trying to buy it. I'm like, no, that that's in, that's like in my stack. I'm picking this up right now. Oh, you're going to buy that? I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm putting it in my stack of games right now. Oh, okay. Well, if he doesn't buy it, I'll buy it. I, guy, I'm buying it. I'm, I'm <laughs> buying it right now. Get away from me. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, so that's. I don't know how often that happens, but, you know, keep your stuff together or someone may try to walk off with your pile. So don't get in a fight if you can at all avoid it. No, you should never fight over video <laughs> games. Um, remember, we say rare, but that still means thousands and thousands of copies. Yes. You know, so, no, don't don't fight anyone. They're just video games. It's not worth it. Whatever you think that deal is, trust me, your bail uh, is... Is not going to be, uh, you know, your bail is going to be several times much larger a fee than whatever deal you were getting on that video game. Just, just don't do that. That's fair. And then also bring a little snack. I know you hear that, and that's good advice for all conventions. You know, you, you might be there a while. Um, one, food is always going to be more expensive at conventions. Two, maybe you just don't want to get up and leave the convention, like you're not ready. But, you know, if you have to get up and walk out of the convention in the middle of it, then, you know, you're just missing time. And usually for these things, you paid some money to go. Um, that brings me to another point. If you're going to go to a convention, you're already knowing and it's a big convention. Buy your ticket early. Um, you know, you don't have to buy it um, months and months early, but the sooner the better. And usually it's because you get a, you know, like an early bird special on that ticket. So if you've got like the basic time of when you're going to go already... Save yourself a few dollars. 
also you get to like pre-register at the door then you're not like waiting in that line to like to also buy a ticket at the door buying a ticket at the door is the worst just do it early and do it online okay cool so yeah and the, the food thing just you know you may want a little snack maybe you're cheap and you don't want to pay for the convention food also convention food is usually terrible <laughs> so, okay yeah if you if you've never been to any kind of conventions and i've been to several different types uh i mean i'm sure you've probably been to some for work but yes um, you know how good is convention food well in my realm because it's fashion it's usually fabulous uh, oh so you i mean you're like <laughs> catered but you know convention halls where they they just open yeah. the food door on the side you know they've got uh like a counter yes usually that stuff is pretty garbagey and yeah. it's overpriced. That's that's fair. It's like going to a skating rink. Yeah, I'm not talking about you know. Oh, uh, look look at the um, the the spread they brought for us. No, that's not how gaming conventions work. It's uh, you know money spent. Yeah, for sure. And and sometimes, like you said, you just don't want to eat crappy food. No, and it's usually pretty garbagey food. Not that I'm uh, opposed to garbagey food, uh, but that stuff is pretty bad. So how would you say this one stocked up in comparison to ones that you've been to more locally? I would say like this one is a 10. This one's the best, you know, hands down the best I've been to. I, there's like the Midwest classic too, which I hear is very popular. Um, but this one was really awesome. I've been to several, like you said, uh, locally. In fact, I just went to one last Saturday and that's like great because then that's like your local collectors and that's good to like network and meet people, see their collections and just talk games with people you're going to see on a regular basis. But something like this is, you know, it's just so much bigger, much more organized and, you know, you know, you make an event of it, you know, go and be prepared to, to spend the day, you know, again, another tip, like wear good shoes. I mean, there's like, imagine that you were going to Disneyland or a, a theme park or something like that. You know, you're going to be in a space that's going to that might be warm with a lot of bodies and you're going to walk a lot. So just take the necessary precautions, bring a bottle of water and then, you know, make sure um, as far as the actual acquisition of the games, have a list, do your research beforehand, no prices, because when if you're just sitting there staring at your iPhone trying to collect prices, one that's kind of annoying also deals, you know, you're then you're not engaging in the convention. So have a plan of kind of the things you want and have money for those things. Then I would say take an additional stack of money and put it in your other pocket for the cool and unexpected things that you're going to find at a convention. Well, that's a good point because you could be, have a list of things you're looking for, but you might find something you weren't looking for. Right. And you know, there's deals to be had and, you know, people are, like I said, making homebrews or, you know, video game associated items, cool trinkets, just, a lot of good stuff to be had, um, but if you were like, well, I really wanted these four games. One, there's a lot of booths there, so you're probably going to find those four games unless you're looking for super rare items. Um, so, you know, if that's the only money you have, that's the money, you know, you're going to be in and out. You might as well have just went to eBay and not spent the money on the plane ticket. Right. Now, having said that, did you come across anything really rare or really hard to find or something that was really cool that you don't see often? Um, I, I didn't like in the world of arcade cabinets, there was some, some good ones. Um, as far as games, not really like there was plenty of like rare games. Um, like there was a, an alien soldier soldier for the mega drive that was being sold. That was pretty cool. There was some kind of expensive turbo graphics games. There was, 
No, there was a lot of stuff. Nothing where I was like, oh my God, I need to get this thing right now. Um, and to be fair, if those are the type of items you're getting, get there early. Don't come midday at a convention and expect to find all the best rare stuff. You know, you are competing with far too many people. Like, put that in your mind. Like, it's like you got to get their doors opening, you know, and have a plan of attack if that's the kind of stuff you're looking for. I got there early, and like I said, I saw some stuff, and by the time I came back, a lot of that stuff was gone. Not that I was looking to buy it, but I was like, oh, well, that stuff's already gone, but nothing super rare. Um, I did miss out on a boxed Ness Advantage that sold for $10, so I was kind of sad about that. I was like, oh, I'd like to get that, and like as I was just trying to get to that booth where I could see it, and I was pretty close, just one booth over. Some other collector was already there on top of it, so... I was like, oh, well, I guess I won't be buying that. It's good, too, because I really had no room to put a box Ness Advantage anywhere. You kind of maxed out your space then. <laughs> I, I really did. I, I would have definitely been at the post office uh, had I bought that. There's guys who made, like, some cool wooden signs and, like, you know, a lot of perlers were there. And there's just a lot of good stuff, um, you know, a lot of interesting stuff. And there was some speakers and there was guests and there was, like, one of the guys who played in the Nintendo World Championships and... I mean, there was a lot going on. I mean, it was a circus for video games. Uh, you know, there was a lot of guests that you could go, like, listen to their panels. I didn't do so much of the panels um, because it's just not really what I'm into. And so are you planning to go back again? Like, was uh, it a good enough experience? You're definitely going? Oh, I'm definitely going back. That's that's happening 100%. Um, I'll be going to the next one. I probably won't take my wife at that time because we were kind of making it a vacation of port to portland in general because we were there for a week um what i will do this time is i will buy a plane ticket uh maybe one of my buddies will go with me and i will just like live and breathe that convention for two whole days and uh, fly back that that sunday night so i'll get there like maybe saturday morning so i'm not even staying there friday like if i can get an early enough flight in uh, and be there when the doors open and then you know stay one night and just get in get out I've done that. Uh, there's a show in Vegas that they do, and I've done that. I've been home the same day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, like, I, you know, I got a $100 round-trip ticket to Vegas, flew out there, got a rental car. Show started at 10 a.m. It's only an hour flight from me, Vegas. So I, I got there at 8. You know, I, my flight was at 7. Got to Vegas about 8. Got in my car. Got there by the time the doors opened. I'd already had my badge. Walked in, you know, I, I brought a carry-on, just an empty carry-on, bought a bunch of stuff, filled up the carry-on, drove back to the airport, and I was home for dinner. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I was just like, you know, and people say, well, you didn't get to enjoy all the convention. Like, really, that was a buying trip for me. I was just looking to go buy stuff, say hi to a few guys, and then get home. I saved, you know, $200 not getting, like, a hotel. You know, the rental car was, like, $30 for the day. It cost me, like, $130. To, to get in and out of Vegas rather than like getting a room, figuring out how to eat, you know, like really I just ate breakfast before I went, came home, had dinner. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And if you're that close, then why not? Right. Right. Um, you know, also Vegas is really hot. Like it's hot here, but like, man, it's just not, I don't love Las Vegas. I'm not much of a gambler. So, you know, the allure of Vegas isn't something that's, uh, that speaks to me. Also, you know, we live close, so it's, uh, you know, I've been quite a few times since I was younger, so it's not like I need to 
let's go out there and get gambling. It was all about the games that time. Yep. It was just like, unfortunately, it was in Las Vegas. I wish it was like in San Francisco or somewhere else that I would like the scenery better. Okay, yeah. Well, I guess they can't all be in the perfect place, right? No, they all can't be Portland. Like, Portland was really nice. Um, it was a nice break from here because it was super hot. You know, we had a heat wave going on here, and then to get to Portland, and it was like 70 degrees and, you know, beautiful and green while California is like in its worst water drought in, you know, several years, so 20 years or whatever. So I'm like, oh, that's what green looks like. I forgot what that color was. <laughs> Like so it was worthwhile going for that <laughs> oh yeah i mean there was a lot of good things outside of you know just games and that's why well, i would maybe we'll close on that like if you are going to go to one of these places kind of consider where you're going think about the location if you are going and it is being like a family vacation then you know then maybe make games something that are on the back burner um but if it's somewhere you don't want to go you know, but you're just going to buy, plan that trip out. Like, just get get in, get out, make it about the games. Like, this one was a little bit about the games, but we made it a family vacation um, because we had a plan going in. So we said, all right, we're going to go Portland for a week. Two of those days are going to be for video games, you know, and, but the rest of the time is going to be like, oh, I'm, you know, if you're traveling to these conventions, hopefully they're in a good location. Like, I went to Vegas. I didn't really want to be there. But for someone else like who's listening right now, they they may love to go to Vegas and see the sites. So, you know, just plan accordingly. Like, think about where you're going and what what you want to do and, like, what you have money for. Like, it's very important to start planning out the money depending on the scale of your trip. So decide the scale. If the location is worth it, you know, you're out in the world. Go see something. It's nice. That makes sense. All right. So... I think I'm going to shut myself down there. Is there. What do you got to say? Any closing words for us? Well, no, it was just kind of interesting to hear about what your experience was with that, hearing about that one versus, you know, other people's experiences I've heard about different expos, I think makes it easier to kind of narrow down where might be the best to go. Yeah, there, there aren't, I mean, there's, there's plenty to go to, and, you know, but if you're looking for the scale, uh, I think Port, the Portland one is, is one of the biggest around. Awesome. Good to know. All right, Kat. Thanks for thanks for talking to me today. And everybody, thanks for listening. We will see you next time. And be sure to follow us on Instagram. Kat, what's your Instagram? It's Katsylvania, K-A-T-S-E-L-V-A-N-I-A. And I'm Johnny underscore I-U-C-C-I. And you can also check out my blog at GameOverJohnny.com. Good night.
This is episode 7 of Collector's Quest. Today, Kat and I talk about video game conventions, some strategies, I'm a snake, I'm a snake! <laughs> 